Welcome back to another episode of Life Confused Us Both, a podcast series of honest conversations with creatives about the battle of comparison versus gratitude. I'm Jenny Mitchell, I'm the host of this series, and I'm a songwriter based in Wellington. I have a lot to be grateful for, but I still find myself falling into the trap of comparing myself to others, both professionally and personally. So I've handpicked a group of interviewees that really inspire me and who I know will have some great wisdom to share. That group includes my friend and collaborator, the wonderful Erin Isaacs. Erin is a photographer, business owner, coffee lover and someone whose work ethic and ambition constantly motivates me. She is the eyes and mind behind all the still visuals for my last album, Wildfires, and my upcoming album, Tug of War. We've also worked together on music videos in the past, and if you don't recognise her name, you probably recognise her business, Acorn Studio. We'll fill you in on all things Acorn very shortly, but firstly, I'd like to say hello and welcome, and how are you? Hello, Jeannie. (laughs) I am well. I'm so excited to be doing this with you, and yeah, a little bit nervous, but I'm super pumped and I'm excited. Let's start with Acorn. Can you tell us about what exactly Acorn Studio is? Yeah, so Acorn Studio, uh, we do everything, I guess, imagery-wise. We have a studio based here in Dunedin, and we cover uh, wedding photography, um, just couple photography, and just studio portraits, and anything to do with people is basically um, where our heart of it is. Um, We do everything from equipment hire as well, but um, yeah, key thing is we're like people and imagery is kind of our um, key thing we cover. And you have quite a large role within Acorn. (laughs) Um, So do you want to tell us about what your job is uh, within the business? Yes, so I am um, a very, I guess my background is very strong in photography. So I am uh, lead photography and then we also cover a little bit of video and also a team also covers photography as well. You've got quite the team now at Acorn. When you started out, did you ever think you'd be managing people in that way? Uh, yeah, I guess at the very start, I was like, I don't want this to be my name. Um, I wanted it to be something else that everyone could take ownership of because um, previously I had dabbled in other creative fields and I had been a makeup artist under someone's name and I'd rocked up to someone's house or um, in general underneath someone's name and it's a little bit like, are you them, are you not? So I always wanted Acorn to be, I guess, um, not one person specifically. So, uh, yeah, I had always had... I guess that uh, room for growth that um, just allowed for whatever it was going to grow into. So yeah, super important for that. And if we take a few steps back pre-Acorn Studio, what were your first steps into the world of photography? I was like, hey, I'm going to um, go study this. Yeah, so I decided that was going to be the step. I'll just jump in. I had no idea, but I do have a background with um, my dad being interested in photography. Um, Okay, but, yeah, so I went and studied in Dunedin. 
I didn't actually complete my course, um, but I just, you know, I'm, I'm very dyslexic, so I'm a hands-on learner, you know. So, yeah, I guess trial, error, playing, and I guess the internet was just booming with so many um, workshops, online courses that you could take to teach you about photography so I just delved into that world and then I also um, brought down a photographer at the time from Auckland who came down and uh, got them to run through my business they went through theirs and it just honestly um, fast-tracked me by three years I reckon within the industry it just taught me so much so I probably learned how do I learn best and then just looked into opportunities or um, how could I learn so that mentorship relationship was obviously really important do you still have people like that now that you call on yeah um do you know I don't feel like I get inspiration from the photography industry as much I'm looking into people like um Kelly Wessler she's like a interior designer and then say like Futura I've just watched a whole class on like spray painting and I'm like getting massive inspiration from that and I'm like how could I use that in my work even though it's got nothing mm. to do with portrait and photography it's like how this guy thinks through his creative process I also think YouTube's your best friend so um, ask Google something figure it out and it's part of the process do you have like a system though to um, songwriting how does that look like how do you are you set aside time or how do you get into that creative space for songwriting I think a balance of setting aside time and just leaving it happen works for me. I get really inspired by watching other artists play. So sometimes just going to a gig or listening to a new album is part of my process. But I also know that it's really helpful for me to carve out time in my routine to just write and do nothing else. Turn off my phone and emails and just focus on the song. Um, Yeah, that really helps me to tap out of daily life and tap into that creative world getting photos taken of yourself isn't always the most comfortable experience but when I get to Acorn Studio I walk in and I feel really welcome and confident and I'd love to know what you think makes that work what do you think makes a fun and enjoyable shoot? Um, energy. It's all about energy, yeah. Yeah. Um, and being comfortable and just breaking, you know, that awkwardness and just, I don't know, it's like a collaboration. I probably, is one thing, is I don't feel like photography is um, all me. I feel like it's actually something we collaborate together and it's like the end result is both of us or whoever you're working with that's the subject or if it's a group. Um what's key yeah people come in it's having the food it's having the music it's having um you know all that energy towards whether it's getting the hair and makeup right and everything before you get your portrait it's just um the focus and the energy Mm. um on the project but yeah why what would you say what would you say is like the key to it I just have always felt that when I've worked with you I know sounds like really I don't know self-obsessed but I know that you're not going to take a bad angle like (laughs) I think it's kind of a female gaze kind of thing I think you know what I want to see and I don't know how you know that but I feel like you do (laughs) yeah totally so my goal is to be like who would be the photographer I would want to hire and Mm. what would they be 
focused on? What angle would they be coming from? Um, what would they value? Um, how would they communicate with me? Mm. How would they talk me through this process? And how would they build my confidence? Because I'm not standing in front of a mirror when you're getting your photo taken, you know, you mm. require that feedback. And yeah, it's so much deeper than just getting the portrait on the day. It's like getting to know each other. And I think that's the key part I love about Acorn. It's like a space mm. for me to be totally creative, but then actually get to know people deeper than just surface level, which is where I get my total enjoyment out of. Mm. I'm a super curious person. So um, yeah, that's probably, I'm looking for that connection for us before I'm even picking up the camera. How do I prep people for a shoot? I'm always trying to get to know them more in terms of mm. what you would have heard me ask you what's your yeah. personality <laughs> test <laughs> yes um what is your personality test or if I'm with a couple it's like oh have you ever heard of the five love languages um mm. and I'm trying to find out about those things because um have you heard about the five love languages I'm all about the love languages but for those who aren't familiar with them they are ways that people experience and express love which could be words of affirmation acts of service um, receiving gifts and quality time or physical touch. So you could be someone that expresses in one of those ways or a combination of those ways and you could express and give love differently is basically the summary of the theory. Yeah, okay, cool. So basically if they are touch or they're not touch, maybe they're um, words affirmation or something else, I'm so not going to prompt them in a way that's going to do lots of touching during a photo shoot because I'm like that's gonna make them feel awkward that's not how they love and to give or receive love so I'm gonna adapt and get to know how their relationship works um so yeah just finding out things like love languages personality and just being like cool what recharges them or what makes them feel relaxed If you're loving this episode and want to support this project, you can do a few things. You can check out my Life Confused Us Both denim aprons that are available now from my website, jennymitchell.co.nz. They're super cute and comfy and are a way to directly support me and my creative endeavours. You can also listen to the song that inspired this podcast. It's called Lucy and it's out now wherever you like to listen to music. And of course, the completely free and easy way to support this project to share it with your friends how would you describe your relationship with comparison whether you want to talk about it like professionally or personally do you feel like comparison impacts you yeah yeah I'm human um, <laughs> <laughs> I feel comparison um and I'm extremely competitive let's be honest um mm. anyone that knows me knows I'm extremely competitive even when I try not to be competitive I am. Even if I'm not good at something, I'm still competitive. Um, or I don't, yeah. So I'm even competitive against myself. Like even my husband, um, <laughs> I feel competitive about it And I have to remind myself, you know what? If you can't beat them, you join them. And I feel lucky that I married him. But um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, it all stems from me being competitive, I think. Mm. Um, and I sometimes worry if I didn't have that, would I be driven? Um mm. But then what is a healthy level? What's not? Um, well, yeah, what about you? <laughs> How do you find that? Oh, I, I think I am also competitive, even though I probably like to think that I'm not. But I feel really driven by other people 
sometimes it is in a negative way. Like sometimes I see people doing things that weren't even on my horizon, like have never been a goal of mine in music. And I just think, why didn't I do that first? Or why, why am I not doing that? And I can get into a real spiral of like derailing what I'm trying to achieve. And my kind of main thing that I tell myself probably every day is just like, which sounds really cliche because it's overused, but it's just like a stay in your lane kind of kind of mindset. And I don't mean that you, you know, only have to do one thing forever and never try different things. But for me, the biggest challenge with comparison is like you say, having it in a healthy level and knowing that I can be inspired by what other people are doing and it might like put me in a different direction but that doesn't mean that what i'm doing is wrong totally and like with this whole online world how much do you see behind the scenes do you know what i mean mm. and then you're like well what's their secret sauce um did they hit their ten thousand hours yet mm. <laughs> and the online thing even though you are not necessarily the face of Acorn. Like you were talking about how Acorn mm. is, it's not, it's not Erin, it's a mm. team, but it's still your work. Your work is very public facing. Like it, that's mm. how you communicate is with the thing that you have created. So yeah. how, how do you feel about that? Have you ever had challenges with that? Or have you always just felt like, sweet, share it around. It's awesome. I totally try take time away from social media myself personally mm. hence why I have someone like Christy um mm. on the ball when it comes to replying to messages or other areas just so I'm not living and breathing it because I don't find I feel super inspired after looking at social media so I'm quite mindful of like that doesn't energize me I know that YouTube does or something else so I mm. probably spend my time there compared to social media I don't want Instagram to be uh, encouraging what acorn produces i don't want mm. it to be like hey this got so many likes we're going to produce more of this because i ain't going to be proud of that do you know what i mean um yeah i'm not looking to just feed what the world yeah i don't know have just been taught to like um my be or end is not like oh my gosh this post got so many likes it's my favorite it's like actually this here is my absolute favorite I mm. totally went out of my comfort zone we were in water um we had other elements going and I had the best time and I think of what it was like when we were capturing that moment or we were doing that thing or experience they're my favorite ones I'm not maybe I'm not as much up with it but I just don't like the idea of oh my gosh I got a lot of reward for this one thing I'm going to keep doing this because um, social rewards me that way. I know that you love um, taking some time, I guess, away from your business. I always see you going to these really cool places and not that far away from Dunedin, like southern spots that I've never heard of. So how did you get into that? Yeah, well, New Zealand's a goldmine for a day. We've got such beautiful places just out our backyard and I just have a massive bucket list. I literally have a dock that I'm like, uh, when I get time or I know that Dave and I both have freedom to get away, try book that in. Of course you have a document. <laughs> <laughs> I know, I love a good dock. It's one thing where I think some people think creatives are just all over the show and yeah, I can be at times, but anything I love a good list and yeah yeah um but yeah I love getting away in New Zealand but I've got a mad as um, morning routine because this year I decided um 
it's going to be the year of the mind, Jenny. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So um, have you ever tried journaling before? Yes, on and off. I have an interesting relationship with journaling. So how's that going for you? <laughs> yeah, well, I was going to be like, how did you attempt it? How did you go about it first? Yeah, well, during lockdown, my sisters and I tried to journal every day with prompts like something I did for my mind or something I did for my body. And then we'd share it at the end of the day, which was actually a really fun way to connect when we couldn't see each other. Mm. Um, I've also had a journal while I've been working towards releasing my new album, which I use whenever I feel overwhelmed and just write down literally just bullet point lists of whatever tasks I have to do or whatever things are worrying me. And writing them down often just makes me realize oh, Jenny, it's really not not the end of the world. <laughs> oh, it gives you perspective. I'm a word vomiter when it comes to thinking. Yeah, so I'm trying to channel that instead of finding anyone to talk straight to. I guess it's a little bit of therapy, right? I'm just like spewing those words onto a piece of paper and I find it really fascinating. So in the morning, I try to do movement, reflection and something I learn and then throughout the day, find a moment to be creative. And I find that super recharges me. So quite often that's by myself. It's not around other people. And yeah, if I can't get away, that's probably kept me sane um, for the last few while. So yeah. What are you most excited about as we kind of transition into hopefully a world with no lockdowns and event restrictions and so on? What are you most excited about in the next year or so? Oh, hard question so much and I think <laughs> it's probably realigning what are um, the next set of goals what does that look like because I feel like you can set goals again because I'd say mm. for the last two years um, it was so arbitrary do you know what I mean like you'd make a goal and then that makes no sense six months from now when we're all just locked down at home <laughs> mm. um, what am I excited about well man so I just love all things creative it doesn't always have to be photography and I've always wanted to do some workshops at a studio um, that are around whether I can't decide if it's going to be um, just photography related or if it's right. just like creativity in general and here's a bunch of different people um, teaching their um, specialized area and you can just come and get recharged so I'm excited to look into what does that look like and then mm. in general just create some more new work for people and just not have this barrier of masks and just you know be back together I'm excited for it mm. I love that workshop idea I hope you do that so I've just got one last question for you which is a bit of an end of episode tradition uh, we've talked a lot about how we compare ourselves to other people um, and so I'd just like to know, I've told everybody how I feel the experience of working with Erin is, but I'd love to know what is a couple of things that you would like your clients or anybody that you work with to take away when they leave a shoot or leave your studio? Mm, good question. <laughs> um, I hope that they have learned something new about themselves. I feel like people come in and... They think the camera hates them, um, that they never look good in the photo. And it's like sometimes like educating people or um, revealing to people like, hey, this is how your body works. Or this is like what really looks awesome on you. Or this is like, mm. um, I guess body language is so loud to me. 
since I'm a visual person. So mm. I hope they walk away feeling good about themselves and that they've learned something about themselves. So yeah, that's probably my key takeaway and that um, everyone can get a good photo actually. Mm. <laughs> but yeah. Yeah. And as your, um, as a, a real life testimonial, my mum recently did a shoot with you and mum hates photos. And I just said, like, you've got to go see Erin. It'll all be fine if you go see Erin. And she was so happy with them. And it was so nice to see, like, she looks confident. When you see the photo, it, like, looks like what mum looks like in real life, um, which is so nice. And I just know that she, yeah, just really, like, feels really great about that. So can confirm that you you do that. (laughs) Yeah, that gives me joy. Well, thank you so much. I, I really appreciate know how busy your life is and um and what you had to do to make this happen so thank you very very much for being on life confused us both it comforts me to know that the world gave lucy and i different kinds of gold and life confused us